All right, our pleasure right now to get to the Ballyhoo's phone line to bring in my friend Ben Stendig from the Athletic DC, who's been spending some time in Mobile today. But instead of watching seniors at the Senior Bowl, been probably talking to a lot of people about what the heck did Ben Johnson just do? Uh, ben, thanks for joining us. How you doing, man? Scott, look, it was pretty pretty clear to me there could only be one Ben involved with the Commanders. Yeah, there could only so be one. I- it's like Highlander. Someone, someone drew the short straw and it wasn't me. <laughs> so what what's the consensus down there? I know a lot of people are saying, hey, nobody's surprised by this necessarily that he might make this move. But w- w- what do they mean when they say that? That he just loved the Lions so much that he felt this loyalty and need to stay? Or, or is there more to, the, more to it than that? Yeah, it's an interesting scenario. And I'm trying to you know sift through it as others are as well. You know, there had been reports early on in the head coaching process, even before like the season had ended or maybe right around that time, the regular season had ended about whether Ben Johnson and his agent were looking for a significant package for him to leave the lines and become a head coach somewhere. Okay. You know, obviously, you know, he's, he's one of the hot candidates get paid, you know, sure. Go, go for it. But there is some wonder of like, did the, did the, did the demand uh, sort of outkick because of coverage or the interest and the other variable is how much did he even really want this? He obviously turned down opportunities last year uh, to become an off- to become a head coach, and then he does it again now. And I've also heard there's a feel like you know what it just may not be where he is at right now. Maybe for him, for his family, that it wasn't just like he was desperate to become a head coach and willing to do whatever it took to get it. Uh, neither of these things help the commanders uh, if they really wanted him. But those are a couple of the reasons why I'm hearing that he may have ultimately gone down this route. It's interesting. Now, of course, what what's left for the commanders out there? We know they were going to talk to Mike McDonald from the Ravens for, for a second time. Uh, Anthony Weaver uh, as well. You know, and of course, going to talk to Aaron Glenn. They'd already talked to Dan Quinn for a second time. So, uh, kind of help us sort through the field there, and, and do they can maybe even widen the widen the search now at this point with with the guy everyone perceived as their top candidate out. Yeah, so you know they started this with eight candidates, right? Then Raheem Morris gets hired by Atlanta. Now Johnson has backed out, so that sticks. I don't really consider Eric Bieniemy a, uh, a a realistic option for them. I just don't feel that that's the way they're going. So it leaves them with five other options. And, you know, a month ago, Dan Quinn from the Cowboys was viewed as, you know, other than Ben Johnson, maybe the number one candidate available. But then in between, Dallas got punked by Green Bay in the playoffs. And, you know, the idea of bringing him on now, for some people, at least for fans probably, doesn't feel particularly uh, appealing, even though, of course, his resume includes taking the Falcons to a Super Bowl uh, obviously, they, they famously lost to New England, but you, you know you had to get to the Super Bowl in order to lose it. Um, and then you've got Mike McDonald, the, the the defensive coordinator for the Ravens, who's sort of the defensive version of Ben Johnson, the sort of the hot wonderkin type of uh, coach who really seems to be pretty innovative. Uh, he may be very well get either the Washington or the Seattle job, but possibly Quinn getting the other. Um, but to your point of what about somebody else? I mean. Look, Mike Vrabel is still sitting out there. I don't know why he wasn't seemingly more in demand this cycle. I think yeah. pro- my guess would be he may have wanted more personnel control based on how things ended for him in Tennessee than teams were willing to give 
Obviously, Washington has Adam Peters, so I don't feel like they would give a Vrabel, you know, final say in personnel. That's why they just brought this guy in. But, you know, he is, if we're just talking purely coaching, I mean, he would arguably be the best one out there, but they have not shown any interest in him to this point. Uh, we're at Ben Standing, the Athletic DC via the Valley Who's guest line here. Scott Jackson, Show Party Auto Sports Radio 94.1. When you also got to figure Peters has probably a good scouting report on Vrabel based off of Rand Carthen being there and his former 49er colleague, right? I mean, this is somebody he could pick up the phone and ask about if, if he were interested and probably get an unfiltered view of what, what uh, went wrong there at the end of Tennessee. Yeah, see, this is why I keep you on the payroll. I hadn't even thought about that. Um, see, there you go. But it's a great, yeah, that's a great point. And yeah, and whether it's Carthon or just really, you know, almost anybody, you know, they all, everybody knows everybody around the league. Yeah, right. But you're right, that's a perfect one. And the Tennessee situation ended kind of oddly. The owner seemingly said there was some, you know, disagreement it felt like between Carthon and Vrabel, and she chose the new GM to to go with. So, yeah, that that's a good that's a good thought um, as well. But look, I mean, it's not to say that like they're too deep into the in the process to completely pivot and go for a guy they haven't interviewed yet. But at the same time, it almost does kind of feel that way. You know, they they've made a decision to not talk to Vrabel, and again, they have good candidates. But, you know, it's just not the one that everybody thought they were uh, possibly going to get. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, there's also – you always wonder, too, did, did – you know, did this did this situation – it was you know, like you said, it could have been money, could have been the unfinished business part of it. I mean, is there any, any possibility that maybe he just felt like he wasn't going to get one of these jobs <laughs> and decided to save some face? I mean, is there – is that even in play here? Or does that just seem like, no, he was definitely going to get one of these two jobs, one of these two offers? Well, you know – this is why it's so tricky and why the speculation got out of whack, I think, here, because the commanders were very tight. They have been very tight with any information over the last you know, few weeks from Adam, in the Adam Peters situation and here as well. I really was hearing almost nothing about their intentions. And honestly, if you look at the reporting in general, others you know, were saying the same. Mm-hmm. It's just that there was like this you know, rumor of Ben Johnson going to Washington and it may have been very plausible. He obviously, you know, was a very, you know, a promising uh, head coach. Maybe he will be someday. But because there was no other information, this just kept getting reported and reported and reported. And my my question from the beginning was, you can draw up all the great plays you want. Can you be the guy who's the leader of that team? Right. Do you have that body? You know, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, great play callers, they also have an edge to them. And when you watch Detroit, Dan Campbell has enough edge for everybody, right? So I don't know that Ben Johnson has that. I don't know that he's the kind of guy, the kind of personality who wants to stand up there in that room. And, and you know, it's not just calling plays. You have to do all these other things as head coach. As, you know, Rod Rivera, to some degree, uh, found out when he had to do more than just head coaching. He's like, oh, boy, there's a lot going on here beyond just, um, you know, being a, a coach. And, that, and he was somebody who'd already been used to it. So for Johnson, it would all be new. So, I just, you know, I've wondered all along: Does he have the personality and the interest of doing all these other things, or is he just sort of some football nerd who wants to draw plays and not much more than that? And I kind of think part of what happened here was he really just didn't want to do it. 
We've got some plays he likes to run. Uh, we're here with Ben Standing, the Athletic DC, uh, with us here via the Ballyhoo's guest line here on the Scott Jackson Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio at 94.1. We are brought to you by Larry King Law. All right, so now, uh, again, they have this group of, of coaches they've talked to. You haven't heard much about Bobby Slowick. Um, I guess, is it out of the realm of possibility that he could still be in the mix here? It, it, to me, I always felt like if they really liked him as much as of a file they would have had on him, they would have already made that move. But but he's the one offensive guy that they spoke to, um, you know, twice that is, that is still available at this point. Uh, do, do you just feel like that they feel like he's not ready and that's why we haven't heard a whole lot about him, or is it still a possibility? Yeah, I, I mean, like you said, he, he and uh, Johnson were the only two outside offensive coordinators they looked at, and – you know, Washington's going to have the number two pick in the draft. Presumably they would take a quarterback there. And how that you develop that player is going to be probably the story for how the next three to four years go, right? So having a coach that you feel comfortable with helping that would go a long way. And, you know, Slowick obviously got a lot of positive vibes for what happened in Houston as you're C.J. Stroud. The, the devil in the details is, you know, to what degree did he – help versus CJ Stroud is just, you know, really, really good. Um, and, you know, then again, it's just sort of the, it's one thing to call plays and, and do some teaching, but what about being, you know, the guy standing up in front of all the players and saying, you know, I'm going to lead you there, follow me. You know, I don't know enough about him, but, he, you know, he, look, I, at, at my age, everybody looks young. He looks like a child. I don't <laughs> know that that's fair, yeah. but like, you know, yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't cut the image of a, a of one of these, uh, you know, demonstrative head coaches, which doesn't mean you have to be. I mean, Joe Gibbs certainly was not like some, uh, you know, so, some some crazy uh, hulking presence. But again, that's a person that had the respect of the room, and you just have to ask, do you think these guys do? So, I, if I had to guess, I would say Slowick isn't really in the mix. But if they want an offensive guy, he is. You know, the other one from the, uh, you know not named Eric Bieniemy, he's still uh, on their list. Well, yeah, and he was in the picture in the twenty fourteen yeah. or the twenty thirteen picture, most importantly. So. Most importantly, absolutely. Yeah, most, most importantly. So I was joking around earlier that I think the main reason why Ben Johnson didn't take the commander's job is because he didn't want to be on a, a diss track from Eminem. Well, literally just, I don't know, like an hour ago or 30, 27 minutes ago, Eminem has tweeted, guess I should stop recording that diss track, LOL, at Ben Johnson. Thank you for staying. We can't break this team up, especially since I'm on it. Coach Campbell, we love you, bro. Let's run it back next year. I'm ready. I promise you. I will let I, – I promise you – uh, will get us to the Super Bowl, Eminem, with a lot of with an emoji, a smiling um, Eminem smiling emoji. Not something I ever thought I'd see in my lifetime. No, no, that this is why we were robbed that the Lions didn't make the Super Bowl because yes. we could have had Eminem versus Taylor Swift. Yes, I mean, come on. Yes, that would have been just too good. It would have been too good. Um, Anthony Weaver, by the way, I thought it was interesting. Um, even though he's t- spoken to the Commanders twice as a head coach, he also did the Miami Dolphins defensive coordinator interview. Uh, Either today or the other day. What what do you make of that? Is is he somebody that uh, th- that they could potentially pivot to here t- as well? Yeah, I mean, you know, he was the he was the one non coordinator uh, on their candidates list, and look, Baltimore was the number one defense in the league this year. So you know, looking at somebody from that staff, a lot of people from that staff are getting interviews around the league. I, you know, I don't know enough about him to say he would be a head coach. I kind of wondered. If you went with a Ben Johnson, do you maybe 
look at Weaver as the defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. since that would be a step up uh, in title from where he's at now. So, you know, look, I, I my, my wonder throughout this has been if Ben Johnson is out, for whatever the reason, who is number two? I mean, right. I might have said Dan Quinn a month ago, but like I said, it seemed like it was – I'm not saying that the team feels this way, but just perception feels like Dan Quinn might be slipping a little bit. So the number two to me could be open. I just, you know, it, it, you, you know, you'd really have to be blown away by Weaver um, just based on what his current status is in the league to uh, to get those jobs. But look, you know, Mike Tomlin back in the day uh, with Pittsburgh, you know, supposedly blew the Steelers away in an interview, and that led to him getting the job, and you know that worked out. So you know it can happen, but I, I don't have any sense right now that that is what's you know that, that that's in play. All right. Well, it'll be an uh, interesting uh, couple days, I would imagine. Uh, we might have to wait here to, to find out what is next for uh, the commanders and Adam Peters. Two weeks on the job, right? Has it been two weeks for Adam Peters at this point? I think it is. I think today yeah. is the two-week anniversary. What, what an eventful and, thing to happen on your two-week anniversary. And that's what's so funny also. People are so excited to get Adam Peters. And, you know, he's not the only one making this decision, but if it yeah. is anybody else besides Ben Johnson, which I guess it will be, are people going to be disappointed? Like, oh, here we go again. Well, you just got excited about Adam Peters 10 minutes ago. Yeah. I mean, he's going to make a decision, so let him make it. Exactly. See what happens. Exactly. All right, Ben, enjoy Mobile and all it has to offer you uh, down there at the Senior Bowl. Thanks for your time, buddy. I just got done eating from the Olive Garden, so that's wow. very Mobile. Big yeah. night in Mobile yeah. for Ben Standig. <laughs> all right, at Ben Standig on the X as well. Thanks a lot, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. See ya. Enjoy it. All right, at Ben Standig, good enough to jump on board with us here today. The strange caper of one Ben Johnson not even wanting to talk today to the commanders of the Seahawks. And again, a lot of, a lot of noise about the, the contract uh, still continuing. But again, you would still take the interview, right? Or do you think because the agent has already maybe talked about parameters and they're not they're not moving? And you're like, okay, maybe not. Maybe I mean, maybe you, you you already take the interview, but I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe he just either way, it's a huge yeah. pay pay jump from what you're making. You'd think. He may just be one of those guys. I mean, like Ben said, he's a football nerd that likes calling his plays, and so be it. That's who he's going to be. But man. If it doesn't work out well for him in the future and he wants to be a head coach and, you know, he missed this window, it's going to look kind of silly. Well, and, and if you're a Commanders fan and you're you're upset about this right now, like, maybe maybe we'll be better off. You know, maybe maybe Ben know, Johnson right. isn't the guy like it, it seemed like he right. was. And maybe in the long run, you're better off you got somebody else. Who yeah, knows? you didn't miss on the next Joe Gibbs if you didn't want the job. So, I mean, that's how you get a look at it. Because Joe Gibbs wanted the job and he took the job. This guy did not. He didn't even want to try to talk to the second round of, of conversations. While they were on the way. Right, while they were in his direction. Very interesting. All right, 757-687-9494, 757-687-9494. All right, we'll take a timeout. I want to also remind you, whoa, before we get out of here at 7 uh, tonight or before 7, we've got tickets to give away again for uh, another concert, Billy Currington and Kip Moore. Special guest Larry Fleet, they're going to be at uh, – the Atlantic Union Bank Pavilion over Portsmouth on May 3rd. That's a Friday, so we got a pair of tickets for that. So hang around with us a little bit longer if you can. Appreciate you. Scott Jackson, show Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We're brought to you by Larry King Law. No, it's not too late. All right, we're here till uh, 7 tonight. Again, I got uh, tickets to give away before we get out of here to Billy Currington, Kip Moore. All right, so after hearing Ben Standing explain what the NFL 
Scuttlebutt is about Ben Johnson. Do you feel better or worse about losing out on Ben Johnson today, uh, James? I feel better, actually, because if he if he really is like the nerdy guy who just you know loves football and has you know loves to call plays and stuff like that that's not the dude i think you need right. on the side especially for the commanders right now you you need somebody that's going to fire these guys up i got breaking news uh-oh uh the baltimore orioles um are going to be sold uh to two private equity billionaires david rubenstein and uh, mike Arigetti. I know Rubenstein, he was trying to buy the Nationals at one point. He's a DC guy, I believe. Uh, what is the group he's with? But anyway, so for it looks like, of course, uh, it's one of these stupid sites. It's a pay site. Puck. John Oran works for him now. $1.725 billion for Peter Angelis to sell the Orioles, according to this report. That's, wow. It's uh, huge news for the Orioles. That's, that's a lot of change right there. Well, it's just huge news for them. I mean, they they need it. I mean, they need to, to move on from the Angelos family for a while. Uh, absolutely uh, has been a deterrent for um, them to really take it to the next level. They're stockpiled, as we all know, here with the tides, with talent. Um, you know, last year, the way they handled it before the deadline, they weren't really all in, clearly, um, with what they did, which was a shame because they, they could have potentially done more. But this is huge sure. news. This is, uh, this is good. Good for the Orioles. I'm, I'm excited for them. Excited for the tides too. I mean, because it's a trickle down effect. Um, again, David Rubenstein's got a lot of money. Uh, wanted to get in baseball for a while. Uh, you know, the Nationals thing's really screwed up. I don't know why they. You um, <sighs> said a bad word. Uh, why they messed up their situation when they were trying to put their team up for sale. But anyway, Rubenstein is a Baltimore guy as well. So it's not like one of these, oh, no, they're going to go where? I mean, he's a, from the Carlisle Group, uh, which is you know which he founded in 1987 with a bunch of other billionaires, and they've, they've got all kinds of assets and owns all kinds of things. So he's – this is interesting. I mean, again, you know, newer person to uh, the sports world, but this is a big deal. Again, previously considered the Nats – uh, got spurned away there. Now uh, going to buy the Orioles, and again – Probably around 1.75-ish is what they're saying, according to this Puck report. And uh, John Orand, I believe, is the guy who wrote this. Although I can't tell because this stupid PayPal wall jumped up before I could read the byline. It is John Orand under there, who is a uh, local D.C. guy. So I think he would know. Used to work for Sports Business Journal. But anyway, that's a big deal. Good for the Orioles. Um, Excited for them and their fans. So that's that's awesome. Again, 1.725, I think, was what the uh, Forbes folks had had him at. So... It's good stuff. Uh, from the 757, I wish the Orioles were on Monumental Network so I could actually watch them. I don't get Masson. Yeah, and that's part of what the Orioles own is this Masson thing. So, uh-huh. And now with Rubenstein getting that, you know, with Angelos out of the way, will the Nationals finally get an opportunity to be a free agent on TV and get the actual money they're owed from all the back years of getting short change from the Orioles is also a fascinating thing. Now, they've lost in court multiple times. And yet, they have not actually gotten the money, I don't think, to this point. Yeah. So, I hear you. Um, well, Monumental So monumental will more likely <clears throat> eventually have the uh, the Nationals wouldn't it, you know, on before the Orioles because that's who Ted Leonsis was trying to buy the Nationals, with Rubenstein, actually. But now that Rubenstein, with others, has bought 
the Orioles, I don't know. I mean, he certainly knows Ted Leonsis. Maybe they could do that. But the Orioles do essentially own Masson. So I don't think the Orioles would ever leave Masson, unfortunately. And, I mean, both networks, if we're being honest here, just between us, suck. I mean, they're both awful. Yeah. I mean, uh, watch the games on them. That's about it. I mean, there's no... There's no programming outside of that that's that's done anymore. They used to do TV shows on on what well what we call Monumental now. I don't, but you can uh, NBC Sports Washington or Comcast. And they did local shows it was a lot of fun. Um, they ran that crap into the ground. Um, you know, it's it's Al Jazeera essentially. It's like <laughs> you know, here's our product, only our product. We're not even going to pretend there's a football team in town, and it's just stupid. I mean, there's it's a just, comparison. Yeah, it's Al Jazeera is what the monumental crap is now. But anyway, oh, wow. But as far as um, Masson goes, you know, they just play games like the classic Orioles, classic Nats. I mean, this is like there's no anything. It's it's just it's really cheap. It's sad, uh, but they don't put any money into it. it's, yeah, it's, it's not good. And it's, you know, it's cool for like, they'll, they'll pick up like, you know, if you like the A-10, like they'll have VCU games or, you know, Richmond or what have you, Mason's on there. And that's cool. I mean, you know, some local state teams you would normally not see, but anyway. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, the Monumental's trash. I mean, it's, they've ruined it. Sad. Anyway. All right. 757-687-9494. So David Rubenstein going to be the Orioles owner. Um, see how quick we, although, you know, it is baseball, so God only knows how long it'll take to actually sign it off on it. Oh, that's true. But I don't think it would get announced unless it was close, hopefully. Uh, hopefully, that's all it is. Well, they couldn't wait to announce the whole Oakland A's thing. So, By the way, <clears throat> this just in from Albert Breer on the NFL front. The Texans, um, Bobby Sloak has agreed to a new deal in Houston within the last few days that includes a significant pay raise. Oh, there's another shoe to drop then. Yeah. Again, I don't feel like they were, again, the commanders could, could have moved on him a lot earlier if they wanted to with, the again, the knowledge and the working oh, yeah. background. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't, I never think that was, thought that that was the thing, even though I know some folks think you have to have an offensive coach. I don't buy that at all. No. Okay, let's grab uh, our guy Paulie in the 757. What's up, Paulie? Hell to the W. Scott Jacks, what's up, man? You are, man. James, what's good with you, man? You're here, Paulie. I'm good. Hey, man, I'm always here, man. Hey, look, man, shout out Eddie Murray. Y'all talking Baltimore Orioles, man. I ain't like the Orioles, but I love Eddie Murray, man. Hey, didn't he look like the coolest dude in baseball? He, You know what? Um, I was yeah. a huge Eddie Murray, Cal Ripken, my two favorite players. Um, so Cal Ripken's retirement announcement, we go up there, Eddie Murray's on the Orioles staff. And I had heard he hated the media, but God, did I not realize how much he hated the media until I went up to that thing. <laughs> he, he hid on the mound. He wouldn't talk to anybody on the day Cal was announcing his retirement. He hated the media so much. It was crazy, man. I was so bummed hey, out. Hey. I was so bummed out. I wanted to talk to Eddie Murray so bad. He didn't want to talk hey, to me because I had a microphone. Yeah, that means he got burned before. He won't go get burned again. We're there to talk about Cal, dude. We weren't there to talk about him. We're there to talk about Cal, man. Cal was his guy. Warm messing up for everybody. Hey, look, man. A lot of people need therapy today over a guy they know nothing about. No, I mean this is ridiculous. This Ben Johnson thing is ridiculous, man. He was just an offensive coordinator. That's it, man. This is like esports, man. It's like everybody upset over a Madden player. He called the plays. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We should be upset if we didn't get the Lions GM if he was out there. If he didn't want to put the players out there. He's just a, this dude is just a Madden player, man. I've been telling – hey, I've been saying this the whole time. This, this is a smoke screen to me, man. Just because 
everybody say he's the number one guy. Doesn't he? If he's the number one guy, man, then why five other people hired as coaches? But he's the number one guy. Nobody waiting for him. You know, and, and I always say, if we want him that bad, why are we interviewing everybody and their grandma? Don't get the guy you want. You know what I mean? You should always have a backup plan, but go get the guy you want. What are you going to say when I announce on the show like tomorrow that Dan Quinn's the new coach of the Commanders? You going to be fired up? Hey, listen, I got a new look on Washington Commanders life. You know what I mean? I don't have a trigger any longer. (laughs) (laughs) So he's just, he's he's basically, he's Ron Rivera 2.0, right? Hey, I don't know. What What I'm telling you is, Ron Rivera was my trigger. You know that. So I'm not going to try to make another one up just to replace him. I'm free. I'm living a good life right now. You know, I got a general manager. Yeah. You know, it, hey, forget Ben Johnson. There's still a lot of good head coaching candidates out there. You know what I mean? So let's go. We moving forward. Let's all, stop crying over a dude that played Maddie. That's all we doing, man. Y'all got to stop with that, man. I don't agree with that. Well, I mean, I don't know if he's ever going to be a head coach or not, or if he's worth crying over either. I mean, to your point, we, we have no idea what he is. I've been saying that from day one with all these guys, Mike McDonald, Ben Ben Johnson, name a coordinator that has not been a head coach. You don't know what their baseline is as a head coach. It's 100% true. You have no idea. Oh, that's why I would have, that's why I would have preferred they had gone towards a Harbaugh, Vrabel, um, you know, if Pete Carroll were interested, but he's not apparently going to be coaching this year. Those kind of people, but they didn't, and they went GM first, and that's fine, and that's the structure they want to have. But they, you know, they want to go first time coach. You know, they they might have, um, it might, might take them some time here to figure it out. Hey, listen, hey, listen. My list was Harbaugh. They should have went and ran to the bank for Harbaugh. Agree. Harbaugh, Harbaugh, Brable, Raheem Morris. Uh, I wanted Antonio Pierce. You know what I mean? We see we need a leader of men. This 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 organization in the head coaching position needs a strong guy with a strong voice and a strong direction, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've been flimsy playing for too long with the Jay Gooden's of the world, man. Ron Rivera and Jay Gooden was the same coach. One was just young and one was just old. That's it. That's it. And I and I like Jay Gooden as see Jay Gooden's another guy. Good coordinator, bad head coach. You know what I mean? So I need a leader of men. All hey, right. Jack, man, you're going to be seeing more of me lately, man, real soon, man. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? I said, hey, yeah, James, you get, just gave me a job. You know what I mean? I'm going to answer the phone for you guys. You're, you're going have a hard time doing it. <laughs> James likes to talk. All right, buddy. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? I come answer Come the out phone and see us next, next week. We're on the road a bunch of places yeah, next Paul, week. Yeah, Paul, you got a chance to come see us a bunch of times next week. Yeah. Hey, Jack, you know, I can see you like three miles away. I just see you a couple times around here. Oh, you see that already? There you go. That's how he treats <laughs> me, James. This is how he treats Hell me. W, man. All right, buddy. Later. <laughs> Seems like you've got real problems with Paulie and the big voice guy. I know. Um, a Rick in 804 says, uh, the Washington job. New owner with only one year experience in football. Uh, less than one year, by the way. New GM's been there over two weeks or so. Looks like a startup company without experienced folks in charge. Don't blame basketball people. Uh, don't forget basketball people adding their two cents. Don't blame Jen, Ben Johnson one bit for passing on it. Well, he also passed on the Seahawks. Yeah. Did did he pass? Yeah. I don't know that he actually passed. Right, or did he not get his dollar figure? Yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, you could if and if that's your dollar figure and that's your number yeah. and, and the other people don't want to match yeah. don't want to pay that, then that's I guess you can pass for that reason. Yeah. Um 
Stephen Williamsburg says Atlanta's defense is st- uh, stink stunk when Quinn was the head coach. He had great players in Seattle and Dallas on defense. No Washington. He's saying no to Quinn. Okay, I got you. And remember, James White should have been the MVP of that Super Bowl in that comeback. Yeah. Because that that's who was putting up all those yards to to make that comeback happen in the first place. I mean, I know Brady was getting him the ball, but yeah. that was a running back gashing Dan Quinn again. That's a very good point. Um, <laughs> Somebody says the commander's going to have high five guy Jason Garrett. Stop it! <laughs> okay, it's no, getting worse now. No, 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 no. That's mean. Oh, man. All right, 757-687-9494. All right, again, we got tickets to give away before we get out of here. Um, the uh, Billy Currington and Kip Moore show with uh, Larry Fleet at Atlantic Union Bank. Pavilion, so be able to listen out for that. Before we do anything else, we're going to step aside. James Witham's got your sports center. Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We are brought to you by Larry King Law. All right, we are uh, brought to you by Larry King Law. Injured in an accident? Call Larry King Law, 757-INJURED, 757-I-N-J-U-R-E-D. All right, let's do this right now. Let's get the uh, second caller a pair of tickets to see Billy Currington and Kip Moore with special guest Larry Fleet at the Atlantic Union Bank Pavilion coming up on May 3rd. pair of tickets, caller number 2, 757-687-9494 on the Valley Who's phone line, 757-687-9494. All right. Again, if you're just joining us, the Orioles are about to be sold to David Rubenstein and another investor uh, who is the uh, Carlisle Group uh, founder as John Angelos agrees to sell the team. And Peter Angelos, of course, um, 1.7-ish million, 0.7 billion, I should say, around that range for the Orioles to be sold. And hopefully that means, you know, maybe this team's back to being all in when it comes to – the the budget, you know, going out and doing some things, bringing in payroll, I'm getting serious about it because they've got a lot of talent. I mean, a lot of talent there, and it just feels like they've been held back here for a couple of years with this whole thing with uh, Masson with with uh, Peter Angelos's health situation. There's fights inside the family, so this 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 is good news for the Orioles. I think this is positive. The positive day ahead for them and uh, we'll certainly try to flag somebody down for this tomorrow that uh, can talk more about the situation but uh, I think I'll, I think it'll be a positive for Baltimore moving forward here I didn't know this but somebody was telling me you cannot um, so they have YouTube TV and, and this is again this is why I hate streaming services um, he you get his YouTube TV you get monumental on YouTube TV but not Masson and you can't get MLB TV um, because it's blacked out. Um, because you can't get the games on MLB TV, but he has it. But they black out the Orioles on MLB TV as well. It's just crazy, man. And that just it seems really weird. Yeah, I mean, I know that on again. I'm not trying to do an ad here for Verizon, but I know with FiOS you get you get both, right? Like you get both of them on there. Plus you get MLB TV and all the other stuff. I pay for all that, but. You know, this is why I always have a hard time. Like, hey, I could cut the cord and go through this whole metal gymnastics thing, and there's always something at the end, something like this. Oh, yeah. By the way, you wouldn't be able to get the, uh, you know, the Nationals games and the Orioles games. Or if you go down this road, you know, you can get this, that, and the other, but you won't get local television. You know, won't get networks and all this other stuff. So there's always something with these dang streaming things. Why can't they make it easy on us? Instead, you know, you just pay more money, more on top of more money. Try to get all this stuff, and it's it's highly frustrating, highly frustrating. But yes, makes zero sense that it's blacked out on MLV TV. 
I don't get that. Or MLB.tv, I'm sorry. I don't understand why that'd be. Like, are we considered some other territory here? What does that mean? Like, are we the Braves or something? Why, why would that happen? I don't really get it. That's very, very strange. Very strange. All right. Uh, 757-687-9494. says this is a good thing. Because, well, when I first heard about it, I thought it was how cool he's staying in to be loyal to Detroit. But I guess... He wouldn't have put his name out there if he hadn't had uh, that would have been his priority in the first place. Still, nice fantasy for a minute or two. Yeah, you wouldn't think so, would you? Yeah, I said to him, I'll go, I'll never forget the Ben Johnson era in DC. <laughs> <laughs> when the plane had to turn around. Yeah, Ben Johnson turned the plane. You know, well, you know, they were already going. They still went. Hopefully they had, had a hell of a dinner with uh, or a meeting with Aaron Glenn. I hope they I hope they really did it up for Aaron and Aaron goes back and says, Ben, man, you should have done this commanders thing. You should see what a swag bag <laughs> they gave me. My God, this guy, Josh Harris, spares no expense. You know what I mean? Uh, I love it. <laughs> anyway, 757-687-9494. Uh, All right. We have a winner, right? We yep. have a- Ryan in Newport News. Ryan in Newport News, man. We're just giving away stuff today. All right, cool. All right, so Ryan in Newport News. All right, tomorrow, because today with all this Ben Johnson madness, it kind of kicked it to the back door, but the the back uh, of the uh, rundown. I want to get to the top available free agents. ESPN put out a top 50 list. We'll deal with that a little bit tomorrow. Because there's some interesting stuff on here um, to discuss, but the, um, the, the obviously the breaking news of the day kind of just threw everything in a little bit of a flux. So we'll do that. All right, coming up next, we'll dive into some post-game material as well as uh, we are about to say goodnight to you. Scott Jackson Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We are brought to you by Larry King Law, injured in an accident. Call 757-INJURED, 757-INJURED. All right, here's what you missed, or if you didn't do it already, our ex-poll today or on the Twitter, uh, ESPN Radio 941 or at Jackson Sports. That's where you can find me after hours. Um, now that Ben Johnson is out, who should the commanders hire as the next head coach? 73.3% of you like Mike McDonald, the DC in Baltimore. And you still have like, I don't know, like 18 more hours left to vote on this thing. So have added to Jackson sports. Dan Quinn is running a distant third, by the way, at 7.6%. Other reply below 13.9%. A lot of those others revolve around Mike Vrabel. And Bobby Slowick, who apparently is out as well and was never in, as I warned you folks, weeks no, ago. No, If he was in, they would have hired him. They didn't need it. They had all the file they needed on him. They worked with him and all that stuff. There was never a guy that was high on their list, clearly because they never made a move towards him. And they could have already hired him and been done already. Been into the offseason. All right. This today from Patrick Mahomes talking about the quote-unquote incident prior to the AFC Championship game with kicker Justin Tucker of the Ravens. Uh, Mahomes uh, had this to say about the whole thing. He said um, that he thinks Tucker just tries to get under your skin. Um, Tucker said that the issue revolved around the Chiefs players forcibly removing his helmet and practice balls and kicking tripod from the area where Mahomes was warming up was kind of silly. Mahomes agreed that it was a bigger deal had been made of it than it actually was. Tucker had said that he and the other kickers around the league follow the same routine each week. However, Mahomes seemed to take issue with that while on 610 Radio saying today, you can recall on three occasions when the opposing kicker didn't move when asked to uh, do so, and all three of them came in Baltimore. He says he does little stuff to try to get into your skin, I think. I've asked him to move away. He got up and moved it, I think, like two inches, but didn't move it uh, out the other way. I was 
going to let it slide, but Travis got into it, moved it for me. After that, I wasn't even going to let him uh, put it back down. I have a lot of respect for him as a player. Uh, one of the best kickers of all time, probably the best kicker of all time. But at the same time, you've got to have respect for each team, and we all share the field, and we are uh, try to be respectful in that way. But remember, Tucker says he's letting it go, so it's yeah. good news for, for Kelsey because I'm sure Kelsey – was scared. He probably would have had to get his brother involved. He hasn't uh, been able to sleep. <laughs> you know, probably would have had to get his brother involved as there as well. So, who the heck knows? That that's very very weird, right? Very weird that whole situation there with uh, Travis with um, Patrick Mahomes, I should say, and um, Justin Tucker. Yeah, I mean, you're the kicker, dude. Just get the heck out of the way. And who has to kick with a with a practice tee? From like the other team's six yard, it was line. on the goal line. On oh, the goal line, I mean, yeah, the goal which line. is not where you're yeah. kicking from ever, yeah. Justin. Very weird, very very weird situation. But anyway, that's what it is. Um, that's that's uh, that's his story. Sticking to it, I got to think um, that you know it's a shame. Well, of course, the Chiefs guys won't be at the Pro Bowl. But is is is, is Justin Tucker a Pro Bowl kicker this year? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I know you it's hate the question. Pro Bowl more than I do. <laughs> I will I will watch it if we have to. All right. Well, we might have to. We might have to talk about it. No, we don't have to talk about it. We'll have fun talking about it. Not quite the same thing. So anyway, if you missed all the craziness today, obviously you can go back and uh, find it all on the Priority Auto Sports app or on the uh, website as well. And go into the uh, download side over there for podcasts if you choose to do so. Again, uh, thanks for everybody who tuned in. Thanks for those who dove in on the poll question. You can do so at Dominion Floor Covering at any time over the next 18 hours, too, to get your vote heard about who you want the commanders to go after next. Who knows? Maybe tomorrow they'll have a lean one way or the other. All right. We got people to thank Ben Standig, also Jeff Rigger from the ticket in Detroit. Uh, for James Witham, I'm Scott Jackson. We are represented by Larry King Law. Injured in an accident? Call our friends at Larry King Law at 757-INJURED. 757-I-N-J-U-R-E-D. Larry King Law is the law firm I trust for my family. You should as well. Thanks to them for bringing it to you as they do each and every day here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. All right, that'll do it for us. We'll see you tomorrow for, uh, yeah, What's Your Rank Wednesday? Worst Super Bowl championship quarterback. Sleep on it. We'll get to it at three o'clock, like 5 o'clock tomorrow on the show. We start at 3. See you then.